Wayne is in the building. <laughs> It might be. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Cho Show Podcast here on Songreport.com. I'm your host, JG Smooth. And uh, you know, it, it it was not the ending uh to the regular season that we were all hoping for. Um, you know, uh, I had mentioned previously with a win, uh they had a shot to improve on last year's record. Well, um, they will have a shot though to at least match last year's record. I will discuss that uh, towards the end, of, towards the end of the podcast here. Uh, but uh, you so did unfortunately fall in a in a very tough loss to a very good Emporia State team uh, this past Saturday at Wallen Stadium, uh, thirty five to twenty eight. Um, truly, truly was a uh, hard fought game by both teams. I have to give Emporia credit. Uh, Emporia came they. Uh, that they packed us the side of the stands and uh you know really 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 didn't um you know i mean it, it was it was a it was definitely a back and forth game um if you were just to look at the uh at the stat sheet here um you you would think you still would have won it handily but you got to give kudos here to uh, Emporia, uh, and so before I jump into the details here, uh, as promised, uh, for probably the last time this season, we do have sound bites from the post game press conference from, from head coach uh, Nick Bobek. So um, I'm going to go ahead and play his opening statement. Uh, I do want to apologize for the early part of the statement that you're going to you're going to hear some ruffling. Uh, that is me trying to balance um, my notebook while trying to get to the questions that I, I want to make sure that I asked him. So for the first like 15 seconds, you're going to hear some ruffling of papers. Uh, that is that is me, and I do apologize that, but uh, without further ado, here is Coach Bobek's opening statement. I think our kids played really hard. Um, I, I, I was not displeased with, with our effort. Uh, you know, we approached the game, the way that we prepared the game for the game. Advantage of it and, and beat our tail because of 
uh, you know, the the, uh, the one thing there that Coach that Coach said that I hopped on before I played the clip was uh, how dominating uh, the you, that if you look on the stat sheet, how dominating UCO was. I, I do want to read you now uh, the uh, stats here. Uh, so if we were just just that you compare, UCO had 32 first downs, uh, 525 yards, which actually now is your second straight game with more than 500 yards and the fifth in time in the last six games that the team has more than 400 yards and um, the 32 first downs is a season high. Uh, and then, so you had 260 yards on the ground, 265 through the air, 8-18 uh, on third, a very impressive 4-14 on fourth downs. Uh... Four of six in the red zone, and then you had uh, a time possession margin win of 39 minutes to 20 minutes, and then you still also had three sacks. Now, if we look at Emporia here, uh, 23 first downs, 169 on the ground, 306 through the air, 475 total, three or 10 on third, or one on fourth, two or four in the red zone, and two sacks. So, if you were just to look at the box score here, uh, uh, just pretty based on stats here, you would likely think that UCO would have easily have handled uh, this game, but that unfortunately was not the case because of turnovers. I, I think I didn't believe Coach Mushnet in the opening statement too. Turnovers there, um, you know, with, with three fumbles, uh, you know, and, and uh, uh, Poria got 14 points off of those. They might have had three. I know for sure they had 14 points off the turnovers right there. Uh, and what what really hurt um, was on the opening drive. Uh, you saw beautiful, beautiful 17 play, eight minute long opening drive. I mean, it was it was glorious. It, it was it was uh, it almost reminded me of that uh, at that OU Texas Tech game two years ago when OU ran off the final like nine minutes of the game. Uh, it was something similar to that. And, and, and they got down to the one, and then that, that is when uh, Will Collins uh, fumbled the handoff there to uh, Clay, McK Clay McKenzie, and Poirier recovered it, <clears throat> and then went 99 yards for a, for a touchdown. Now that, that one really hurt there, uh, because if you have punched that in, then... You know, I, I, then you're, uh, you know, end up with the 35-28 lead at that point, and then there was also a missed field goal uh, by uh, Alex Alex, Alex before the half from 25 yards out. Um, it was kind of shocking because uh, he is he is usually reliable, but I think that just attests to the kind of day that it uh, that it was, where it's like no matter how hard you should fall here, it just was not in the card for them. Uh, uh, but Will Collins, Will Collins, um, while, while we're on the topic of, of uh, domination here, Will Collins did all he could do, uh, led in both passing and rushing here, throwing for uh, 265 yards, two touchdowns, one pick, and then running for 24 yards, had a net of 138, had a 161 before the sacks, a couple of those sacks was on him, uh, but he did average 5.8 yards, yards carry, so uh, Will Collins definitely did his did his best. I've I've been impressed with uh, with Will Collins here. Uh, I definitely see the 
the uh, talent that made him a D1 uh, guy coming out of Lord MacArthur. And uh, this is what Coach had to say about Will Collins' performance after the game. You know, he, 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 he extended some plays. He did a good job with that, you know, and, uh, you know, he, he put some, he threw some good footballs, you know, in some, in some tough situations. Um, you know, I think Will's, Will's got some growing to do still, too. Um, you know, in the drop back game, he's got to keep growing uh, there. And, you know, and he, he's, there's some operation things that he's got to continue to grow. In, but I'm really proud of that kid for, for what he's done and uh, been able to, to step in and, and uh, has, has played very admirably. Now, uh, the surprising go to guy here uh, to. Um to uh, today and it's, and it's kind of it's kind of fitting uh was senior ronnie turner jr uh if you do recall i uh, i mentioned at the very first few episodes of the podcast here about uh ronnie turner jr the uh uab transfer uh how dominant that demand was in that uh in that scrimmage that i uh went to before the start of the season and then how i had some around campus and, and has said that this man was definitely tall and lanky and has the size to make an impact that had not happened a whole lot uh this season he he he, he had kind of been overshadowed there by the emergence of dustin Vasquez and then of course Elliot curry and then uh and, and then and then the emergence of uh tyrone howe the uh freshman there from 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 uh Idabel, but um, you know, due to some due to some injuries, um, you know, Johnny Bizel. I want to give a shout out here to Johnny Bizel making his first career start. Uh, I did not know that he was going to make his first career start today, or Saturday rather. And uh, when they had announced that on the um, jumbotron, I was like, all right, all right, there we go. Because if you recall, here Johnny Bizel was a guy that was in that quarterback race, and then um, and and, and then moved him to. Uh, to wide receiver because you know they they didn't want to waste his talent and and he did i don't think he 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 didn't get any real playing time until kind of that mid-season range and then has made uh, has has made some impressive catches actually uh the past three four games and so i i when they said he was starting i was like all right and then uh fortunately for for uh mr Bizel there he got uh he got a concussion on a on a uh uh, on, on the slant uh, he was going across the middle and Poirier State Defender lit him up they had originally called the guy for targeting but uh, then they reviewed it at half and said it was it was, it was was not targeting but uh, it did cost Bizel the rest of the game I don't know what the status is uh, for the postseason but uh, I, I just do want to give a brief shout out here to Jonathan Bizel for getting his first career start man uh, that is huge I'm a fan of yours I was a fan of yours at Carl Alberts uh, and so uh, I, I, I really, um, I hope you have a speedy, a speedy recovery here and put them big things from you in the future. Uh, and then also Dustin Boskins went down, I believe in the second quarter. Uh, he had what I believe is an ankle injury because I saw him after the game, um, walking to the press conference there and he had a boot on said ankle uh and i heard somebody ask him what happened and he said i don't even know so i don't know what the injury uh is to mr boskins but again just like uh, johnny here i wish you a speedy a speedy a speedy uh recovery because you've had one heck of a season uh and and has really emerged 
uh, as that go-to guy in the absence of Lily Curry. Um, but again, uh, and but but the uh, Ronald Turner Jr. here just um just uh, just broke out today. I'm um, Saturday. I keep saying today. I'm sorry. Broke out Saturday. Uh, for a season high nine catches for 81 yards. Now he did have a he did have the second fumble uh, of the of the game, but uh, definitely definitely was Collins' favorite target. And this is what Coach had to say about uh, Turner's performance Saturday. He's a good football player, you know. That's why we brought him here, and, and uh, he's 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 kind of been a. Uh, He's kind of been a, a victim of a system, you know, that, that, and, 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 and Bosk is, you know, really playing well. And that's, that's, that's really the, the best fit for him is at the Z, um, you know, and, and where, where we wanted to play him at the X when we brought him in and it didn't fit him very well. Uh, as far as what his game is, because you're going to get a lot of single coverage, you're going to get a lot of press coverage and so forth at that position. And, and uh, he's really come on. You see, they play off the ball quite a bit and uh, gives them the opportunity to have a little bit of space and, and so forth. So he hadn't, hadn't, hadn't had as good a year as what we thought he was going to have. But yeah, you talk about just an unbelievable character kid um, coming to our program and has been just. I can't say enough good things about Ronnie Turner and the way that that kid has, has represented himself in our football program. I'm really proud to have gotten the coaching. So, you know, I, I mentioned those two, but none of those two successes could have been achieved if it was not, if it was not for the play of the offensive line. Uh, as we know, the, off- the offensive line here was young entering the entering the season. Then you had injuries. Uh, you've had some reshuffling. Uh, you know, you're, um, you know, you, you only had one senior on the, on the, on the line there in uh, Noah Hammonds. Uh, and, and, and then you're, you know, you're a uh, center there to one that makes all the protection calls. Uh, Nick George has battled various injuries. I know he had a few concussions. Uh, then he came back, started uh, started uh, the game Saturday, and then got hurt. And then was on crutches afterwards. So, uh, you know, I, I just don't let him go for him this season. Um, so, you know, then you had, you had to send in uh, Ben Ralston, who was who was another senior, uh, has, has definitely done his job. Uh, uh, and then and, and then some of uh, this past season, uh, I, I know that this is a unit that uh, that coach takes uh, takes takes uh, pride in. I believe that he handles that that unit. And uh, you know, again, though, I mean, if for, for all t- for all intents and purposes, here we, I mean, we're talking about if you were to look at where the, where the line started from that pitch day game until now it is night and day especially saturday just opening holes for for you know 260 rushing yards here 32 first downs is still impressive and uh this is what coach had to say about his offensive line unit we, we were really young on the offensive line early on you know i mean we've got one senior that plays on the offensive line and we've had some injuries that have kind of forced us to shuffle some people around and obviously with me uh, getting hurt today we'll see how serious that is and um, you know you see what see what happens moving forward but but I feel really good about that offensive line unit we've got 
got a good unit. They're, they're young. I mean, you got to think, Jacob Blair, this is, you know, when we played Pittsburgh State, that was the first game he's ever played of tackle. You know, uh, and, and uh, Seth Carmack's a redshirt freshman. You know, Ben Ralston has played a ton of football this year. You know, that that, that is, that is, and he's done well. You know, he's played center, he's played guard, he's played tackle. You know, uh, Stillwell has, has bounced and played left tackle. He's played right guard. He just bounces in and out. Those guys have, have you know, if, ideally, it's like you we've had in the last several years where you don't have any injuries on the offensive line and then you get to, get to gel, you know, but it's not the case, you know, that's not reality, and, and our kid, those kids have fought, you know, they've, they've done a good job, Ben played pretty good today once he went in, I think, uh, you know, Ben Ralston, and, and he's just been a, he's just been a fighter all year, you know, he's done, he's done a really good job, but that's, I think that's the biggest difference, you know, it is we, those guys are starting to gel, and they're playing physically, now, uh, so you know, coach, coach did, coach did mention the uh, one senior, and, and I would, I couldn't, I cannot uh, discuss this recap here without mentioning that it was senior night. Uh, it, it was a final game for a lot of Broncos that have won 33 games in their in their careers up to this point in two bowl games. Uh, you know, it, it definitely. Uh, and again, you know, I mentioned that uh, my man Eli Hooks and uh, Trey Wilmington were, were seniors. So, you know, I, I, I was, uh, you know, so, you know, it, it, it um, you know, uh, it's always, it's always, it's always tough, you know, when, when you, when you, when you cover a team, you know, throughout, throughout the whole season or multiple seasons like I have, and then you come to senior day and you're like, man, you know, like you, it's like, even though you don't personally know a lot of these dudes, you feel like, you know, just. Uh, you know, I don't know. You just kind of feel like a connection to them. Like, man, I'm, I won't be able to cover them next year, or you know, that kind of that kind of thing. But uh, I imagine that it's even harder for uh, for the coaches, uh, you know, that that, that that are around these guys way more than I could ever be around these guys. And um, this is what Coach had to say about his uh, senior class. It's hard to put into words, honestly. I think that those guys are really uh, a great group. Um, you know, they got the, I think there's six that were redshirt seniors. They were five-year guys. And, you know, Clay McKenzie's a six-year guy with the with redshirt. And then you got several of those guys that have been here and been in the program for four years. We had a larger senior class than this going into the season. Uh, you know, and then we had some attrition right there before the season with some, you know, with some medical retires and injuries and stuff like that. But and that kind of contributed to the slow start uh, a little bit. But, but this group has done a good job of leading and, uh, and 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 bringing this football team, really bringing this football team together as the, as the season went on. So I, I just I can't say enough good things about this group, you know, tough kids, tough kids, you know, we knew we had a really good football team going into the year, we started slow, you know, we, we stubbed our toe in some situations, you know, we got some really, really tough kids that, that just kept fighting. 
So, you know, there we go. Uh, you know, it, it did take coach a minute there to uh, answer that question. Uh, you know, you can, you can, you can tell uh, he genuinely cared for these uh, young men. And that, uh, you know, I think every senior class or coach has got to be special. Uh, but, you know, uh, I mean, uh, but, you know, it, it, it's, it's always it's always tough, uh, I think, when, you know, when the, when the end is near uh, for both players and coaches there. Uh, again, if you have not checked out the one on the, the Cho Show one-on-one special interview with my man Eli Hooks, uh, he talks about that uh, very honestly, and uh, you know there, there was there was there was definitely some uh, some emotion there. I think anytime you've done something, you know, for pretty much your whole your whole life, and and, and, and you know you're kind of down, you know, to the last few last few snaps there, uh, it's gonna be hard. Um, so you know, if, if you want a player's insight on that, again, I'd rather you, you check out that interview, uh, one-on-one's uh, interview with Eli Hooks. It was a very good interview. Uh, Eli was very honest with me. He was very open, I, and 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 uh, uh, and I, it was a really good interview. So much so that I pushed it back. Um, because I didn't want it to get lost in the bedlam shuffle. So again, you have not checked out that interview. Uh, please do. It is, it is a great, a great interview. And uh, another thing that was that, that was great was was probably the effort of the team Saturday. Uh, and before I uh, go into my soapbox about that, I'm, I'm gonna let Coach share his thoughts about that. Character football team because we started 0 and 2 and and found a way to to pull back and, and and really made a really good run at the end of the year and then obviously today we stepped our toe but I got told our kid in the in, in the uh, in the locker room after the game that I've been more I was more disappointed after the Missouri Southern game than I am after this one I'm disappointed in the outcome. But our kids played hard. I mean, they, they played hard, and uh, you know they were engaged. Um, I can I can handle losing football games when the kids when the kids go play hard. You know, we didn't execute well, turn the football over. We didn't we didn't execute that piece of our plan for success. Um, you know, we didn't execute in the red zone. I mean, we're we're two of those. I mean, really, the missed field goal down here before the end of the half is really a really a turnover um, at the end of the day, especially when it turn when it when it happens where it did. So you're really looking at a four, you know, four four turnovers in the game, really is what you're looking at. So, you know, other than that, I, I, I was proud of our kids. I'm proud of our, our, our seniors. I mean, those this they, they played hard. I, I mean, I can't say I can't say that they didn't, you know, and it just we didn't maintain the football. Uh, but, you know, I think what Coach said there uh, rings true to me. What stuck, what stuck out was, uh, you know, it was 35-21 with a minute 18 uh, to, 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 to set the scene there. Uh, UCO was driving. Will Collins tried to throw a pass to, I believe it was, Ronald Turner Jr., Ronald Monroe, one of those two. Uh, and the pass was high, and it was tipped, and then it was picked off by Emporia. And then on the next play, the quarterback, uh, Braxton Marshall, ran the four for yards for a for a touchdown. And uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I, I, I said, well, 
chick, you know, that they they uh they, they fought hard, so I started writing the uh, end of my recap and um you know, thinking that well that's gonna be the final the final score, but uh you know they did not quit. Uh, they they went. They uh, drove down the field. They got a touchdown with eight seconds left. Uh, they gave themselves a shot here, uh, and then the uh, the uh, they they could not recover the onside onside kick, and then you know, and then they then they then and then they uh, lost. But but to me, uh, just seeing them fight on that final drive to me, uh, just as a, just, just as a, as a fan. Uh, and as a journalist, uh, it, it it definitely showed me something right there. It showed me something because a lot of teams in that situation would have just uh, would have just ran the ball, would have just packed it in, but they, but they didn't. They they they, um, they, they kept finding. They, they 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 executed a perfect two minute two minute drive, um, and they still gave themselves a chance. That they they still gave themselves a chance. And I think that that at a test. Uh, as coach said here, to, to, to the whole season here, uh, because again, as I mentioned before, there were many times this team could have packed it in. Uh, you know, it would have been it would have been easy to pack to pack it in after that crony loss. Uh, you know, because th- that is a team that you that they probably should have should have beaten, and it would have been really easy to just pack it in and say, "Well, we're hurt, we're young, we'll get them next year." But uh, as coach mentioned about his his group of seniors. Years, uh, you know, they, there's there's a there's a lot there's a lot of pride among that senior class. You're talking to Eli about that. There's a lot of pride among that senior class. They pride themselves on being on being leaders, and you have to give them credit too for um, not, not letting the team get uh, too down. You know, again, they had that one and three start, and then you know, and and, and then they turned it around in a big way uh, by beating you know the fourth ranked. Northwest Missouri State Bearcats, who were actually in the playoffs, I might add. So, uh, you know, and 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 then so you go from that high to then getting shut out by Fort Hayes, and uh, but then you rebound here by still, you know, winning, you know, pretty much all but one game down the down the stretch there. And, and if you and if you if you look at that, I mean, yeah, you had the. Missouri Southern win, and you had Northeastern State win, but you had that that homecoming win, which again, my man Eli here, a senior, came up big, uh, got the got the key stop there. I mean, it, it, there was just so many times here, uh, the season. You know, you're using three quarterbacks. Uh, you know, you you were down to essentially one a one a running back because Justin Curry also got hurt uh, in the game Saturday too. So. You know, and and then you know, there, there's 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 a lot of times, especially Saturday, all the injuries that that happen, that happen during the game. Uh, you know, it's, it was just this is all it was many times again that this team could have folded, but they didn't, and I I really can't put into words. Um, at least for me, how proud I am of the of these uh, of these of these men here for fighting. I think I think that I think, I think that that really shows their character. I think it shows the character of the coaching staff, and I think it shows the, the, the character of the program as a whole here. Um, for for uh, you know to just keep fighting, they they keep they they keep playing hard, and you know 
even though they lost, I, I, you know, you, you, you couldn't hang your head on that. You, you couldn't hang your head because the effort, the effort was there. I mean, you know, you had some fumbles, you missed the, you missed the field goal, I, but you still do all of that gave yourself a chance. And again, a lot of teams would have, would have just folded on that, but they, but they didn't. So I do want to give a huge kudos here, uh, to the Bronco uh, program as a, uh, as a whole, uh, you know, being a being a usual student, uh, I was really proud uh, of the of the of the effort there. I know that that was I, I know that that wasn't the outcome that any of us uh, wanted, especially for the uh, for the seniors. But uh, I, I think that you can take some kind of solace here in knowing. Uh, know that that they that they that they definitely left it all out there on the on the field Saturday. I could not be more proud of those uh, young men and and, and and the and the coaches and, and 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 that's just on the season as a uh, as, as a whole. I, I think that this this definitely you know last year covering UCO. I mean, yeah, it was it was it was a uh, it was uh, definitely exciting. Uh, you know, we had a lot of shootouts last year, um, but I but this year's team to me. Uh, at least covering it to me is more special than last year's team because last year's team kind of knew going into the season what you had. Uh, you know, this year you kind of had some question marks, and those questions sometimes didn't get answered. You know, until another mid-season mark, but they were still able to do it. They still were able to finish with a seven and four and four record. That is the fourth time with at least seven seven wins in in the past five seasons. So uh, that also attests right there to the consistency under Coach Bobek and his and his staff there to uh, consistently turn out a, a, a winning program and again I cannot be more proud of these uh, of, of these men and um, you know if, we, if you're looking here for some for some positives uh, you still got one game left okay you, you still got one game left so you know for the seniors out there you can still end your career with a win you, you couldn't end your home game your, your home career with a win but you can still end your career with a win and 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 uh so you know um and you can and you can still get to that uh eight win mark and and definitely probably surprise a lot of people i i, I know that you have already surprised me uh getting to this to this to this point um you know so so again um that, that that's my uh that's my little soapbox rant there um about how how i i'm full currently right now of bronco pride because of the effort that 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 that, that i saw on that field uh saturday now moving now moving moving forward here uh before i discuss the few, the uh postseason here i do want to say that clay mckenzie um becomes the fourth player in uco history to a match over 4,000 career yards offense. So, Clay McKenzie, again, shout out to you. Uh, could not happen to a better person, Clay McKenzie, if you had not uh, had the honor of being that guy. Uh, is a very, very good, uh, good man. I had, had the uh, the honor of talking to him a couple of couple of couple of times. Uh, great guy, great player, and I'm I'm, I'm glad to see him. Uh, you know, after his. Uh, Injuries finally uh, start, you know, getting, getting, getting the credit here again that that he uh, 
that he deserves. Uh, now, now looking. Oh, and then also, I do want to give a shout out to to Caden Mendenhall. Made his first two career catches on that final drive of the game. Uh, he had mainly been a special, a special teams guy. Actually, a pretty good special teams guy. Made quite a few tackles uh, this year on punt coverage. So uh, I do want to give him a shout out too. Now moving now moving forward here. Um, Lucio is playing is playing in a uh in a in a in a in a bowl game. Uh they are playing in the champs oh crap it's the champs Texas Bowl um against Angelo State in Waco, Texas on December first. Um so I think what I'm going to do with that one is I'm not going to preview that one just yet. Uh, I think my plan is because um, I put out two this was the second podcast this week along with the one with Eli which I, again I advise to check that out stronger than interview um, and then we're going to take next week off for uh, Thanksgiving so there will be no podcast next week and then the week after we will preview the Angelo State game because then it'll be closer um, to you know game time and I think that that, that would better serve uh, than doing a preview now so so that, that would give me time to, to do some research on Angelo State so they are not a MIAA school I'm not um, seeing them in person, uh, so um, we give me time to do some research on them. Uh, I do know that these two teams used to play. Um, so I, I, will, I will do some digging on that, uh, on that, on that too. And then, um, just for I, I do before I before I end here, I know this is a shorter podcast because we only are recapping here. Um, I, I did. I I have plans. Uh, for a season recap. Now, um, I, I have some ideas for a season recap. Um, I am going to uh, to reach out to some to some to some people here um, for the season recap. I I don't want to just do a season recap by myself. Uh, hint, hint. So, um, I, I'm going to, going to try again to get some things rolling behind the scenes here uh, to bring you a a uh, a, a in depth uh, season um, recap. Um, so, look forward to that. I would say sometime after the bowl game. Um, because I, I do want to wait until the bowl game ends through the through the full season recap. I feel like it'd be kind of be disheartening if I did it now, and then something big happened in the bowl. So I want to just recap that all at one time. Um, and then so um, after that, now we go. That would be the end of football uh, until signing day. Uh. And tough signing day and then spring football. Um, so my plan is, and I, I feel, feel feel free to leave a comment below here, um, what you want to see on this podcast in the meantime, between you know uh, between the season recap and um, <clears throat> and uh, signing day, because my plan is I don't think. This will be a weekly podcast uh, after the season recap. Um, 
because this, this podcast was again that we do discuss other Broncos sports, but it was mainly started as a football podcast. I do want to keep keep the keep the focus here uh, as a Bronco football podcast, um, but I do still uh, want to give you guys those updates on UCL basketball because uh, right now uh, the men are two and all the season, uh, dominating win over Swasu the other day. It was like a hundred and fourteen to eighty six. Um, Josh Josh Holiday, the uh, Broken Arrow uh, product here, has fifty five points in the first game of the season. So um, Coach Tom Hankins has that has the team on there. There's a there's a there's a lot of new faces uh, on that on that team, and they, and they and they seem to be gelling well early on. Uh, and then and then you know and then the and then, and then the women's team. Uh, I know they. Um, I believe that they. I believe that that they won their their first two games too. Um, now they're 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 an interesting team because uh, Guy Hardiker, uh, head coach Guy Hardiker and the staff there, uh, lost you know um, lost some lost some really good players to, to graduation, one to transfer, and then they lost three to injury. So I believe uh, they were down to eleven players. So um, that is a, it'll also be interesting to see to see how they do. So I don't want to just completely abandon the podcast because basketball uh, definitely is going to have some storylines here that I want to uh, give you all. Um, so my train of thought is um, maybe 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 once every other week uh, I, I give you guys a basketball update. Um, I, I I will try uh, to uh, get to some basketball games, especially some uh, home games. Uh, give you all some uh, some uh, uh, sound bites on that. I, I will try to also get some interviews uh, if I can. Uh, I, I don't I don't I don't have the connections to basketball like I do for football, um, <clears throat> but. Uh, yeah, moving forward, I think that's the plan. Um, not not an every week type of podcast anymore after the season recap of football. I think it'll be every other week probably, um, unless unless something big happens. I'm not entirely sure because you know we'll have finals coming up here pretty pretty soon after that bowl season recap, and then it'll be Christmas break um, where I will be taking a break. Uh, so then we come back in January. So I'll probably do one then, um, and uh, then we'll 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 kind of we'll kind of play it by ear. But that's my idea. The spitballing here is that we uh, is that we do this every other week in basketball season. Uh, we'll also spr- spr- sprinkle in some some other sports and. Um, and 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 can keep that kind of going until uh, signing day, and then I have another idea for a signing day special. And again, I will get the ball rolling on that when that when that time comes, and then of course we'll have spring football, and and then and then after that, I don't know what happens to this podcast because I'll be graduating, and then I I, I don't know where life will take me then. But if I'm still in the metro area, you best believe I will still be at UCO games. We will continue keep this podcast going 
because uh because because you you the listeners here um again i appreciate all the uh, support because when i started this i had no idea it would become as big as it has and so i cannot thank you all enough for the support um team support and um support of Bronco Athletics and uh, finally I want to conclude here by giving a shout out here to the women's soccer team venturing to the third round of the NCAA tournament I believe they are in Michigan uh, this this week they, they hosted the first two games and won the first two games now they're on uh, not now now they're on to uh, I think it's Avondale Michigan so uh, I wish the Lady Broncos luck luck on that volleyball season. Uh, they even though they had a good season, they finished twenty two and seven, came to an end uh, in in the uh, second round of the MIAA tournament in Kearney, Nebraska. Uh, I want to I want to congratulate them too on a very successful season under head coach Edgar Mericu. Uh Had the honor of talking to Coach Mer- uh, Coach Mericu a couple a couple of times. Very nice man. Um, it was uh, not he- not hesitant at all to talk, and um, so uh, I, you know again I want to give them kudos on a on a very good uh, season. So um, that's probably going to going to do it for this week's uh, episode of Tutorial Podcast. Again, um, we'll not have one next week because uh, there just isn't uh, much to talk about. Um, unless I get an idea, which I doubt will happen because I'll be in school for two days next week and then school's closed itself. So, um, we will, we will, we will be back in full force the week after Thanksgiving and we'll be previewing the, uh, the bowl game matchup against Angelo State. So, uh, Dallas, so I think that's, I think, I think, I think that's going to do it. Uh, my name is JG Smooth and I'll talk to you all later. Bye. Have a beautiful time.